Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. It is, uh, what, Friday Fire number 35. How do we get that far already? Uh, Friday, October 1st, and we are finally into the fourth quarter of 2021. But before we get started, uh, I'm gonna ask you real quick to pay it forward, uh, you know, help me out. And if you get some good out of this, if you get some value out of this, uh, share the show, do me a favor, share it out, because I give value for free, and you give me value by sharing, and uh, I call that a fair trade. So uh, thank you very much for taking the time and listening and uh, sharing it out and helping other people to find the show. I sincerely appreciate that. So for those of you just now finding us, I'm Sam, the uh, the small business surgeon, and on Mondays, we do a full-length show here. Uh, we've got guests uh, such as entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, authors, CEOs, I mean, you name it, um, we've got it. And actually, if you uh, if you zoom back uh, in the uh, in the playlist on iTunes or on Spotify, you can check out some of those interviews. And uh, it's really, really easy to find if you subscribe to the show. Uh, <laughs> anyway, on, uh, on Fridays, we bring you Friday Fire, and I talk about whatever's on my mind. It's generally a lesson from my week that... Um, I feel will bring some value to you guys. So the topic of today's sermon, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a preacher, y'all, for a little bit. I'm just going to hope, like as a side note, I don't get hit by lightning along the way because uh, you never know which God is actually uh, listening. So uh, today's sermon: nothing works unless you do. You ever heard that before? That is a pretty impactful statement. But what does it mean and, and why is it so important? I just want to go a little bit deep here. Nothing works unless you do the work. Your perception of reality has been skewed by social media. It really has. We get so much of our reality over the internet and over our phones. All the stuff you hear about in the rest of the world, like I don't even know the rest of the world what they're doing. Like so much of our reality and so much of our perception is focused and delivered through our phones. What's going on in California? No clue. I'm not in California. What's going on in England? No clue. I'm not in England. But I can look at my phone and find out. It got me to wondering what percentage of human interaction is done on our smartphones now? And how much has our reality changed in the last 15 to 20 years since the invention of these things? How many of your relationships, both, you know, personal, private or professional, began with a digital interaction? And I would be willing to bet it's a heck of a lot. You know, personal introductions on Facebook, relationships beginning over Messenger, professional relationships beginning over LinkedIn. You've got friendships beginning over Instagram. You've got private relationships beginning over Tinder, I mean, what percentage of relationships are based on the phone and begin with digital interaction? So more and more, we're obtaining all of our primary you know, reality anchoring information from our phones over a medium that's specifically engineered 
to make the subject look as great as possible to the end user. I mean, case in point, I'm just a regular dude with a podcast, right? But, you know, I've got some nice graphics. I've got some black and white and red podcast cover art. We make separate cover art for each of our guests. And my job, or part of my team's job, is to make the subject, which is me, or the guest, look as great as possible to the end user, which is you guys. So, you know, there's no beer belly showing. You know, we shoot around those. Um, there's no double chins. Everyone's holding the phone up, you know, slightly downwards angle, looking up at it. And, and don't laugh. You know, you'll fucking do it too. I do it. We all do it. You know, if I take a picture from below, I, I've got more chins than a Chinese phone book. And I, I think we're all guilty of doing that. But the point is that whatever people put on their social media, whatever people put out there as their profile picture, as their cover photos, as their daily highlights, whatever the fuck it is, the vast majority of it is engineered. It's edited and it's filtered to make the guy or the girl who's posting it look as good as humanly possible. That's what it is. How many pictures do you take? How many selfies? How many filters? How many times you go, no, 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 no. Yeah, that one works. You are picking the absolute best so you can show your best side to the rest of the world. You are engineering their reality. You are influencing their perception of you by the things that you put out and the content that you create. So, you know, you wake up in the morning, grab your phone, make your way to the bathroom, and, and, and by the time you get done with, with your morning scrolling, let's, and, and don't, don't look at me like that. You all do it. I've looked at the peak traffic demographics on Facebook, right? I know what you do the minute you get out of bed and go to the bathroom, right? But you start to see all these highly polished people. You see all the posts of the happiness and the joy and the, man, that guy looks really good. Why can't I look like that? Well, probably because you didn't filter yourself 16 times and take a picture at a really high angle looking up at your phone. But, you know, you get up, you look in the mirror and you compare yourself to this shit. And you're like, fuck, man. Like, you compare your current reality to everyone else's highlight reel. Let me get back on topic here because I kind of drifted away a bit. The point is that you're constantly bombarded by messages that make you feel the inferior one in comparison to your peers. And you see the guy with the six pack and you want it. So what this does is it triggers a need within you to where you go out and seek it and you, you, you want to do it as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And so you buy a pill that prom promises weight loss. And it doesn't work. You stand there and take weight loss pills all day long, but unless you change your diet and you exercise and you take care of the things that go inside of your body, it won't work because you didn't do the work. And as easy as the marketers make it sound, the guy with the six pack worked his arse off to get to it. A chiseled body both for male and female, is the ultimate status symbol because it cannot be bought. It has to be worked for. There's no shortcuts. It takes months and, and probably, if we're being honest, years of training and dieting. And then you've got to balance that with a career or a job and kids and a family. And you're working your ass off to get the look that everybody wants. Everybody dreams about.
So this guy has come in and he spent years, years working out and getting his diet dialed in, getting it right. And some marketers convinced you that you can get the same results with a pill. I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know, how dumb are you? Like, nothing works unless you do. You have to do the work. You have to do the grind. You have to do the shitty stuff. You have to shovel that shit. And look, you see the entrepreneur, right? You see uh, the case in point, entrepreneurs with the fast cars and, and the big houses and they're, they're flying on, on private jets and shit. And look, it, it's easy to look at that and go, fuck, man, that'd be great. I'd love to do that. And, you know, you start daydreaming about being all rich and shit. And then Facebook picks up on this. And all of a sudden, you know, you're being served ads and you, you go buy this course for $497 and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this course. And I'm going to get a fucking private jet and it's going to be great. And what happens? You get the course and, well, it's late. I'm tired. I got to go pick the kids up. Oh, I'm meeting the guys for, for a game of pool later. I'm going to go play pool with the guys. And the course gets set on the coffee table and it never gets opened and nothing fucking happens. And six months later, it's still sitting on the coffee table and you're still going in your shitty job and you still paid $497 for it. You've never opened it. And your wife's fucking annoyed with you because she's tired of walking around looking at this course and uh, you give it to Goodwill and nothing happens. Nothing works because you didn't do the work. Case in point, actually, backing up a minute, my first real foray into entrepreneurship um, with big money was flipping houses in 2003, 2004. And for those of you that were around then and in America and subject to late night television, you remember a guy called Carlton Sheets and he had this no money down real estate program and I would watch that fucking infomercial over and over and over and one day I called and it was like a thousand dollars which you might as well have told me you know 20 fucking grand or a hundred grand there was no way I could afford it and you know I pushed it in the back of my mind and I was shopping for clothes one day in Goodwill for work clothes. I mean, I, I was working in construction at the time. It, it made no sense whatsoever to buy new shit because you just wreck it. So I was in Goodwill and on the shelf in Goodwill was a sealed copy, factory sealed copy of this course for $10. And I bought it and I did the work and I learned to flip houses and I made money flipping houses. In fact, I got a house flip going on right now. Fucking 20 years later or however many years it's been. And that's because I did the work. I bought the course and I did the work. The guy before me bought the course and he didn't do the work. How many fucking things do you have sitting around your house unfinished? I mean, I'm just as bad. I buy books that go on the bookshelf and I keep meaning to read them, but I read so many books I can never read as many as I want. But how many projects do you have unfinished? How many courses... Have you decided, I'm going to go on, I'm going to change my fucking life. And a week later, nothing's happened. Because you didn't do the work. Every single fucking guy on those private jets has failed more times than you've tried. And <laughs> I had an old manager. And uh, I was in the, in the music business. And my manager used to tell me, he said, Sam, it takes seven years 
to become an overnight success. And the funny thing is, you know, he told me that when I was what, 19. The funny thing is that it really does. It takes seven years of consistency and hard work at a minimum, at a minimum, to get where you need to go. Look at Andy Frisella for a minute. Now, for those of you that don't know, number one, come out from under your rock. However, number two, Andy Frisella is one of the owners and founders of First Form, which is a very large supplement company and is run very well based on core values and customer service and lots of other stuff. And um, he's got a really great podcast as well. It's called Real AF. If you're uh, done subscribing to mine, jump over and uh, hit his up on iTunes as well. It's really good. But Andy Frisella, probably, almost certainly a billionaire by now, his first 10 years in business, his total take home was only $56,000 combined for 10 years. Now he's a billionaire. But for the first 10 years of his career, he put in the work over and over and over consistently without giving up. And now, yes, the man I'm convinced puts in the work every single day still consistently and doesn't give up. But now he is a modern day success story, sleeping on a mattress in the back of his store, putting his fucking inventory on a credit card to launch his business, $56,000 over 10 years. But he did the work. And now he flies in his own jet, wherever he pleases. I assume. I know he's got one. Anyway, look at Stuman, Ryan Stuman, my mentor. Started hustling at age 13 in a car wash. You know, got his first job in the banking industry in the early 2000s, probably around 20, 22 years old. He's 42 now. It's his birthday today, actually. I doubt he listens to this, but on the off chance, happy birthday, mate. I'm glad I met you. Glad to be doing life with you. However, it took him 30 fucking years to get where he is. He went through hustling in car washes and putting in the work and working in the mortgage industry and putting in the work. When he wrote his first post, he shares some of his first posts actually with us in our, in our group. And it's, it's, it's funny because you can see his posts from 2010 when he's talking about entrepreneurship and 2012 when he's starting his blog and two likes and four likes and no likes and no comments and nobody's following him. Nobody's interacting with him. He stayed consistent and he did the work. And now he's got what is generally known as, as, as fuck you money. But it took him 30 years to master his craft. Just as there is no shortcut to being in shape. There is no fucking shortcut to being a successful entrepreneur. You have to learn the lessons. Now, there is a shortcut to learning lessons in hiring coaches. However, the lessons still have to be learned. The work still has to be done. You can't just show up to entrepreneur school and become a success. Close to 80% of people that sign up and buy courses 
and buy coaching programs never succeed. They never do anything with it. They're too scared, they're too afraid. They make excuses. And that makes me sad because the guys I know that are at the top, that are successful, they do the fucking work every single day. They don't make excuses. They commit. So I want to challenge you with this before I leave you today. Before you commit to losing weight, before you commit to launching your next new fucking business, because you haven't been able to focus on the one you currently have, before you commit to any new opportunity, I want you to remember that whatever it is that you're trying to do in life, nothing works unless you do. All right, that's it for me. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed today's sermon. I hope you got something out of it. Again, if you did, please do me a favor, like this show, share it, screen cap it, post it on Instagram in your stories, share it with your friends. The more people you help find the show, the more people I can help change their lives and pull themselves up by their bootstraps and end this fucking cycle that we all seem to get ourselves stuck in. So I sincerely appreciate all of you. Guys, I've got an amazing guest, uh, Brian. Um, shit, I cannot pronounce his last name. I wrote it down phonetically and I don't have my notes in front of me. His name's Brian uh, Bearcheck. Bearsek, I think. Um, fucking great guy. We had a really good interview. He owns a custom home building company, uh, I believe in New Hampshire. He's a super cool cat and he's going to be on the uh, show Monday, full length interview there. So tune in for that. Other than that, guys, you'll be good. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. And uh, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys Monday. Take care. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.